Good morning. It's Monday, August 9th. I'm Duarte Geraldino. And I'm Shamita Basu. This is Apple News Today. Each morning, hear about some of the most fascinating stories in the news and how the world's best journalists are covering them. A code red for humanity. That's how the UN Secretary General is describing its new report on climate change. The group that prepared this report calls it the most comprehensive report on the state of the climate crisis. It's placing the blame squarely on greenhouse gas emissions caused by humans. The report paints a picture of more extremes. Drought, flooding, heat. And it suggests that some changes are irreversible, even if we drastically curb our emissions. This document is thousands of pages long. More than 200 scientists from around the world weighed in. You can find the best write-ups of what's in this report throughout the day on the Apple News app. The Taliban is winning major military victories. Now that U.S. combat troops are no longer in the country, the Taliban is consolidating power in Afghanistan. On Sunday, it seized the key city of Kunduz in northern Afghanistan. As the Wall Street Journal explains, the Taliban has been targeting that city for years. The Taliban has also taken control of several other capitals of Afghan provinces in recent days. The journal says a number of Afghan and Western officials worry Taliban advances could lead to a collapse of the Afghan government in the fall. Kabul is relatively stable, but other major cities are vulnerable. Except for the ones who are protecting the U.S. embassy and a few other American assets in Kabul, U.S. troops have left the country, and things could get harder for the Afghan government. American airstrikes launched from bases outside Afghanistan, they're set to end later this month. Over the weekend, the U.S. Embassy in Kabul put out two statements. One said Afghan forces have the training and equipment to prevail. Another advised American citizens in Afghanistan to leave on the earliest available flight. Part of the Food and Drug Administration's job is to make sure that medical devices are safe and effective. But recent reporting from ProPublica shows that when the FDA identifies issues with a particular device, the agency often relies on manufacturers to fix the problem on their own. And when a company doesn't do that, it can have deadly consequences. That's what happened recently with a type of heart pump that's been implanted in thousands of people. We spoke to reporter Neil Betty at ProPublica. The Heartware Ventricular Assist Device is a heart support device. It's meant to be implanted actually directly on your heart. Surgeons core out a hole from the bottom of your heart to put the pump into that hole. So it's a very invasive surgery, and it's there to help patients with very severe heart failure who need artificial assistance to have blood pump throughout their body. From the start, the FDA was identifying issues like faulty batteries or short-circuiting near static electricity. People who had these pumps were getting injured and dying. And in 2014, the FDA issued one of its most serious citations. A warning letter where they said, this device doesn't meet federal standards. We are labeling it adulterated. 
and you have 15 days to fix these problems or we can take regulatory action. 15 days came and passed. They didn't take any regulatory action. The device stayed on the market. Betty's reporting found the FDA did not use some of its most powerful tools. The FDA says it can take enforcement action if companies are no longer fixing problems. They can seize products. They can order an injunction. They can do a mandatory recall. They took none of those actions in this case. And experts have told me they rarely take those actions in general for the entire industry. The hardware pump was implanted into more than 19,000 patients, and most had this device put into their chests after the FDA found the pump did not meet federal standards. By the end of last year, the agency had gotten reports of more than 3,000 deaths. These are deaths that may have been related to the hardware pump. Patients knew there were risks associated with the pump. These are very sick patients, and it's not normal to need a device in your heart. But the patients I spoke to, even the ones who were grateful for the device, had no idea these problems had been recorded, reported, had been cited by FDA inspectors for years. The company behind the pump halted sales in June. But about 4,000 patients still have this device inside of them. And getting rid of it isn't really an option for most of them. The FDA and Medtronic don't recommend any of the last patients remove their device unless it's medically necessary, because the surgery is so risky, and they believe the risks of the surgery outweigh the risks of the device. And so these patients are stuck waiting to see what happens. Should a smart social animal be forced to lead a solitary life? That's the question at the heart of a legal case that's made its way to the highest court in New York State. An animal civil rights organization is fighting for an elephant, ironically her name is Happy, to be granted legal personhood. National Geographic has this reporting and makes the point that the U.S. is far behind other countries when it comes to recognizing the rights of animals. First, Let's talk about what it means to have legal personhood. It's not the same thing as being considered a citizen. It's not like Happy the Elephant is going to be on the hook for taxes or be able to vote. The idea is, does Happy have rights? Here in the U.S., our laws consider corporations legal persons, but not animals. Nat Geo runs through a few animal rights cases in other countries. There was a famous recent case involving an elephant in a zoo in Pakistan, After this elephant's mate died, he spent the next eight years living alone. A lawyer petitioned to have a court intervene, saying this elephant deserves a healthy environment. The judge agreed and ordered him to be sent to a sanctuary with other elephants. A similar case came up in Argentina in 2016. A court there ruled a chimpanzee named Cecilia, who'd been living in a zoo, should be recognized as a legal person with fundamental rights— And things turned out well for Cecilia. She's been living in a sanctuary ever since. Over the years, as research has shown many animals are smarter and more emotional than we previously thought, several countries ended up passing laws that recognize animals as sentient beings with rights. So what does this all mean for Happy and her court case in New York? Nat Geo spoke with Stephen Wise. He's the president of the Non-Human Rights Project. That's the organization that's arguing on Happy's behalf. Wise says he's hoping the court will side with them and order that Happy get transferred to a sanctuary. 
that'll help lay the legal groundwork for other solitary zoo elephants to gain the right to be sent to sanctuaries, too. You ever been out shopping and notice an inflatable 12-foot rat outside of a business? It's not a cute rat like the one from Pixar's Ratatouille. No, this guy is ugly. It's raising its claws and baring its teeth. They call him Scabby. Unions set up this giant airfield rat in front of businesses they disagree with. And just recently, Scabby was at the center of a free speech case. NPR explains how this happened. See, sometimes a labor union would put Scabby outside of a business to draw attention to an ongoing dispute they have with that establishment. But other times, Scabby has been used to shame a company just for working with a business that the union has an issue with. You know, shaming them by association. Those retail store owners argued that unfairly hurt their businesses. This all came to a head recently when the National Labor Relations Board said it would review this issue. The board ultimately sided with unions. Board members said Scabby was a form of protected free speech. Now, this decision could be appealed, and if that happens, one union leader promises to vigorously defend the rat and everything it represents. He said, we'll always fight for Scabby. You can find all these stories and more in the Apple News app. And while you're in the app, Keep listening to hear narrated articles from our News Plus partners. We'll talk with you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.